Welcome to the Magnificat Podcast. We are an international ministry to Catholic women. Throughout this series, we will pray together, share insights, and hear amazing testimonies, typically from women of faith who have been touched by the power of the Lord in their lives. This is a decidedly Catholic podcast, and in this series, you will hopefully learn more about the Catholic faith, God, the Blessed Mother, and much more. Thanks so much for joining us. Now let's listen to a great program. In the 1980s, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn felt led to write a Bible study. Along the way, they met and were encouraged by two saints, Pope John Paul II and Mother Teresa. Marie clearly remembers meeting Pope John Paul II. She said that he was so gracious with that beautiful smile he had, and she said he went on to uh, greet Deacon Ken first, and she said, I don't remember what he said to him directly, but when he came to me, I remember him distinctly saying to us, do not get discouraged, finish your work. And then she said he took both of their hands and gave them a blessing. Well, if that were not enough, Mother Teresa uh, goes on to tell them that it is a wonderful work of God, and I assure you of my prayers that you may continue to do this work, which he has entrusted to you with great love. As it turns out, the Bible study, before it was even published, went all over the world through Mother Teresa's order, the Missionaries of Charity, and also the Legionnaires of Christ. This Bible study, The Bread of Life, is a Catholic Bible study. It has the Neil Obstat and Imprimatur and focuses on the readings for the coming weekend. Let's listen now as Marie helps us to hear the Word, pray the Word, study the Word, proclaim the Word, and live the Word of the Lord Jesus Christ. Welcome to the Bread of Life Catholic Bible Study. The Paraclete, the Holy Spirit whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John 14, 26. Let us begin with prayer. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Father, I cannot understand your word without your grace. I acknowledge my weakness so your power can reach perfection in me. Send your Holy Spirit to remind, teach, and guide me to the truth. And may I share as soon as possible whatever you teach me. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in us the fire of your love. Amen. The application from last Sunday's 22nd Sunday in Ordinary Time The first reading tells us that we have a God who is always near. The second reading shows that we are called to be doers of the word. The gospel reveals that Jesus goes way beyond legalism. This week, show your family, school friends, or work associates that what you do is morally right, not just what you say. Show your family members especially that your image is of one who is yielding, bending, and open to God's grace, 
not one who is locked in a legalistic rigidity of rules and regulations. Deacon Ken wrote in a book dated 2008 to 2015, I encourage those around me to follow the teachings of Christ through the church in sacred scripture. The Kennedy funeral was a spiritual disgrace. The cardinals who are supposed to represent the truth never mentioned the violations against the millions of unborn children who were murdered through the legislature of abortion. Many of these very disobedient politicians received Holy Communion right in front of the supposedly defenders of the faith. Both cardinals were weak and fondling. It was a dark day for the Catholic Church. May God have mercy on all their corruptive souls. Their actions have demonstrated their refusal to follow church law in biblical truth. Their reward will be found in Psalm 14. I answered that after reading Deacon Ken's statement, the scripture that comes to me is Proverbs 24, 10 to 11. If you remain indifferent in time of adversity, your strength will depart from you. Rescue those who are being dragged to death and from those tottering to execution withdraw not. I can no longer be indifferent in the time of adversity where our current administration is supportive of abortion. Innocent children are being dragged to death every day. As Ken did, I need to start encouraging those around me to follow the teachings of Christ through the church and stand up for those being dragged to death. My application is to go back and pray the rosary in front of Planned Parenthood here where I live. The power of prayer and Our Lady's intercession will bring a stop to abortion and a respect for life from the moment of conception to natural death. Her son, Jesus, says in John 10.10, the thief comes only to steal and slaughter and destroy. I came that they might have life and have it to the full. What was a helpful or new thought from the readings or from the homily you heard on Sunday? And from what you learned, what personal application did you choose to apply to your life this week? I wrote, God's word is to be obeyed and not added to or subtracted from. Nothing that enters one from outside can defile that person, but the things that come out from within are what defile. My application, study God's word, obey God's word, fill my heart with God's word, and live my life according to God's word. This Sunday is the 23rd Sunday in Ordinary Time. The gospel is from Mark 7, 31 to 37. He then left Tyrian territory and returned by way of Sidon to the Sea of Galilee, into the district of the Ten Cities. Some people brought him a deaf man who had a speech impediment and begged him to lay his hand on him. Jesus took him off by himself away from the crowd. He put his fingers into the man's ears and spitting, touched his tongue. Then he looked up to heaven and emitted a groan. He said to him, Ephaphatha, that is, be opened. At once, 
the man's ears were open. He was freed from the impediment and began to speak plainly. Then he enjoined them strictly not to tell anyone. But the more he ordered them not to, the more they proclaimed it. Their amazement went beyond all bounds. He has done everything well. He makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. The word of the Lord. The questions, where did Jesus go and what was wrong with the man the people brought to him? He went to the Sea of Galilee and to the district of the Ten Cities. He was deaf and had a speech impediment. What do the people beg Jesus to do to lay his hands on him? Where did Jesus take the man and what did he do? Off by himself away from the crowd. He put his fingers into the man's ears and spitting touched his tongue. Where did Jesus look and what did he say? Mark 7, 34. Up to heaven. He said to him, Ephapha, that is, be open. When Jesus raised his eyes, what did he say? Father, I thank you for having heard me. That's from John eleven forty one. What happened to the man and how long did it take for this to happen? The man's ears were open. He was freed from the impediment and began to speak plainly. It happened at once. What did Jesus say those who believe in him would do? John 14, 12 says, I solemnly assure you, the man who has faith in me will do the works I do. What did Jesus order the people not to do? And what was their response? Mark 7, 36. To tell anyone, the more he ordered them not to, the more they proclaimed it. About what were the people astonished? Their amazement went beyond all bounds. He has done everything well. He makes the deaf hear and the mute speak. What did the people do who heard the mute speak and saw the deformed made whole, the lame walk and the blind see? Matthew 15, 31 says they glorified the God of Israel. Personal question. What way can you show faith in someone being healed in your crowd? What can you do that is different from what you have already done? And how can you be an instrument in the glorification of God by others? Deacon Ken says, by giving God the praise and glory and believe in faith by imitating Jesus. By responding positively, he be more attentive or awake by being open to God and listening to his word. And I answered that by glorifying God and thanking him. Be bold in praying as Jesus did and thank the Father more than I have been for the healing taking place by imitating Jesus. Read and meditate on Psalm 146, 7 to 10. The God of Jacob keeps faith forever, secures justice for the oppressed, gives food to the hungry. The Lord sets captives free. The Lord gives sight to the blind. The Lord raises up those who are bowed down. The Lord loves the just. The Lord protects strangers, the fatherless and the widow he sustains, but the way of the wicked he thwarts. The Lord shall reign forever, your God, O Zion, through all generations. Alleluia. What is the Lord saying to you personally through the psalm? 
And how can you apply this to your life? Deacon Ken said, secure justice for the oppressed. Give food to the hungry. The Lord sets the prisoners free. His application, he wants me to become more attentive, ministering to his powerless. Respond to the injustice around me now, not later. He said, sing to the Lord with celebration. His application, let my speech and my attitude celebrate what God has done for me and can do for you. And I answered that question. The Lord sets captives free, gives sight to the blind, raises up those who are bowed down. My application, be an instrument for him to use in healing people. The Lord will sustain me as a widow. The commentary, today's gospel passage takes place as Jesus enters into the territory around the Sea of Galilee. This long journey together was very helpful in bringing a bond among all of them as they approached the end of Jesus's very short ministry. The people brought to Jesus a man who could not speak or hear, and Jesus, being very conscious of the man's dignity, led the man away from the curious crowd and laid his hands on him to heal him. The healing was done at the request of unnamed friends, and it was what today is called an action miracle. Jesus did what many Greeks and Hebrew healers did at that time, and that was to use saliva. He immediately established contact with the damaged organs, looks up in prayer, and utters a command. Jesus used an Aramaic word, ifafath, which means open. And the man's ears were at once open. Jesus put his hand in the man's ears and touched his tongue with his spittle. The custom in those days allowed for spittle to have curative powers. Jesus did not consider this man to be merely a case. He considered him as an individual and was healing him from within as well as on the outside. Mark tells us the onlookers were astonished by what they saw. Much more certain is that in their wonderment, the people were recalling the signs of the last times told by Isaiah 35.5. Today, Jesus continues to heal the broken hearts, minds, bodies, and spirits of all people. He continues to bring salvation to all who will turn to him in their hour of darkness and pain. Jesus had done all things well, and he wants to make you well for eternity. Let him come into your life right now and heal you of what is crippling you. Today, Jesus is bringing back the beauty of God to the world, which sin has made ugly. The application. The first reading tells us the good news is the message of hope. The second reading shows that faith without works is useless. The gospel reveals that Jesus is a hands-on healer who is gentle. This week, let your faith be visible to your family. Let your actions be a sign of what you really believe. Show a family member a side of you that prays, reads scripture, meditates, and worships with joy. Better yet, 
Invite a family member, a friend, a school, a work associate to pray with you or go to a worship service with you. Remember, God wants to heal others through you. All you have to do is be available. Let us pray. Thank you, Lord, for this lesson, and thank you for the healing that you perform on the man, and thank you for your healing on us. We thank you for so many things, Lord. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God bless you. Be healed in Jesus' name. To more fully participate each week, you may visit the St. Dismas Guild website at stdismasguild.org. That's S-T-D-I-S-M-A-S. G-U-I-L-D dot O-R-G to either purchase the Bread of Life Bible Study book or download the complimentary lessons. In 1989, Deacon Ken and Marie Finn began this prison, pro-life, and pro-family ministry to remind us that the paraclete, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will instruct you in everything and remind you of all that I have told you. John 14, verse 26. God bless. Thanks so much for listening to this Magnificat podcast. Have you been touched by our time together? If so, for more information or to find a Magnificat chapter near you, go to our website at magnificat-ministry.org or visit us on social media. We would love to hear from you. You can also email us at magnificatcst at aol.com or call 504-828-MARY, M-A-R-Y. Until the next time, may God bless you.